Warning! This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They More enemies than I knew. Like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander in the Emperor's Court on World of Warcraft Radio. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy it is better to die for the Emperor than to live for yourself. Gentlemen, boys and girls, from the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the Cuyahoga River, coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. I am, of course, your host, the Emperor, and I am joined unusually in studio by no one. As it happens, Highlander will not be here this evening, unfortunately, due to inclement weather. Uh, As is becoming too often the case, Cleveland weather is getting in the way of an internet radio show. Uh, for those who are not aware, who either don't live in the USA or don't really care about Cleveland, uh, we've been inundated with a great deal of snow the last three days, with more on the way this evening. The dreaded lake effect. There's nothing worse than getting your ass kicked by Lake Erie. So the roads are absolutely horrible, so he was not able to make the uh, drive over here. So I am flying solo this evening. It's classic Emperor's Court without Highlander. So unfortunately, there will not be any quickening. We thought about me doing it, but... To be quite honest, I think it loses a bit of its appeal when I have to do the quickening, so I decided not to. He will return uh, to his normally scheduled chair next to mine next uh, Friday. But uh, I suppose if he was going to miss a show, this would be the one, because I believe, at least for the first chunk of it, we're going to be addressing something that he really can't uh, jump in a whole great deal about. Um, Having only just recently joined me about two months ago... uh, He's not really familiar with everything that's been going on behind the scenes here at World of Warcraft Radio. For those of my listeners who do not know uh, and did not listen to my brief statements I released on podcast last Sunday, I imagine by now everybody's pretty much up to speed, but I'm going to assume that you aren't, so let me bring you up. Last Sunday, um, it was deemed necessary uh, by the owners and management of World of Warcraft Radio, WCRA.com, uh, that the station will go dark on January 31st. At the end of the month, the station will cease operations. It will no longer uh, stream. It will not have a cast. There will no longer be any shows. There will no longer be any Empress Court here on World of Warcraft Radio. Now, what does that mean? Um, I have been swamped. And I mean literally swamped with emails. And you can ask uh, Mystic Mim, who's been in here um, a couple times, uh, back in the study where I have my computer for my work computer. 
and I've spent no less than half an hour to an hour every single day reading the emails that have been sent to me by the various listeners of the show. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, there's two questions that I've been getting tons of. Um, I'm kind of stepping out of the emperor persona here for a second. I'm, I'm kind of... I want to bring everybody up to speed as much as I can and tell you what, what's been going on as best I can. I know Total Biscuit mentioned it earlier today on Blue, please. Um, I'm going to give you my perspective on it, and I'll tell you what I can. But the two questions I've been getting is, one, what happened to the radio station? Why did it collapse? And the second thing is, well, what happens to the Emperor's Court now? Where are you and Highlander going to go? Um, and I'll get to the emails in a minute. I, I guess we should start at the beginning and go from there. Back in October, um, Total Biscuit let us know that he was going to be leaving the station. He was going to take his show solo. Um, he felt that... I'm not going to speak a great deal for him. I'm only going to paraphrase essentially what he said. The idea was that he wanted to do a radio show more than continue to run a station. After so many years of doing it, his appeal had kind of died for that. He really wanted to do just a show. And trust me, if there's anybody on the station that can sympathize with him, it's me. Having run our own radio network for four years, uh, from 2001 through 2000, the beginning of 2005, trust me when I tell you, it really weighs on you. It will burn you out, especially if you're trying to juggle staff, you know, make a successful radio station, and do a successful show or two. I was doing two at the time. He's doing two at the moment. So it was kind of a surprise that he decided to... Uh, you know, leave the station in other people's hands and go on his own way, but Lord knows if anybody's really earned it, he has. So I I certainly have no animosity towards him. And I do want to address one thing that I've gotten in the emails. There seems to be a lot of negativity towards him specifically for this. You have to understand that it's not necessarily one person that brings about the ruination of something. And if it really, as someone better than me said, if it takes one person to either make something successful or collapse it, then it wasn't a good organization to begin with. That isn't the case here. There's many factors, not all of which I'm going to go into. But TV felt that he wanted to go on his own, he wanted to run his own shows, and just concentrate on doing that. Bring the fun back to it. Lord knows, I, like I said, I can sympathize. Because when I quit doing radio in 2004, actually it was the very beginning of 2005, I was done. I was burned out. I wanted nothing more to do with with radio. I didn't want to go to any more tournaments. I didn't want to have to drive anywhere. I didn't want to have to, you know, sit in some hotel room and and broadcast or some twits, some high school punks trying to do a game. And then about five or six months later, I came in to do my first stint at World of Warcraft Radio when Atlas had it. Um, and it was a lot easier. I only had to concentrate on doing one show on a Sunday afternoon. And they put me up against uh, DJ Wheat on Radio ITG. And I beat his ass after the third week. We compared numbers. So, he told us that he was planning on leaving. So, it was up to us. And we had all the tools. He made everything available to us. They weren't going to deprive the station of anything. Um, Ariana was nice enough to step in. And she agreed to keep things running, the sponsors and all that, for a couple months until everybody could figure out what we are going to do, which direction we are going to go. And that really culminated in this past weekend. Now, I personally was surprised it came as fast as it did. I know a lot of people were still discussing what they wanted to do, where they are going to go, and I think a lot of people 
myself included, kind of let the time slip by and just assumed things would continue on at least until we had a plan in place. Um, that wasn't the case. On Sunday, it was decided by all parties involved that enough people were interested in doing other projects. The appeal of World of Warcraft as a game uh, had kind of died on a lot of the hosts. For me personally, I stopped playing it years ago, about halfway through the Burning Crusade. So for me, when I came here, it was with the express purpose of doing a play-by-play show for other games and then doing a general talk show because we thought we were moving to the OMFG uh, label much sooner than we ended up doing. It, it actually never ended up happening. For a variety of reasons I'm not going to go into now. So enough people got together and said, we'd rather do other projects, we'd rather either go here and do that or do new shows. So that's pretty much what ended up coming out of the meeting on, on Sunday was, all right, you have one more month, the bills are paid, figure out what you're going to do by then. Me, personally, I see that Pride's doing the 1G drinking game to see how often I mention Imperial Guard, uh, my clan. We have always had a backup plan in mind. Uh, when Total Biscuit gave us this, we weren't exactly sure how much time we had, so we had what we call a go-to-hell plan, which we still have. We, I coined the term the 100 days, because I figured it would take 100 days to get everything together, get it in motion, get it in place, and go. Enough of it is in place that if I really wanted to, I could go that route. So that addresses the first question. That's, in a nutshell, what happened to World of Warcraft Radio. It's just... Time ran out on everything. I had a conversation with Atlas years ago. Um, this is probably about three months into my stint, in, uh, back in 2005. And I told him, this is a great idea for one game. The problem is, it can't last. Eventually, World of Warcraft is going to go on the decline, and you're going to need to diversify. Now, here we are five years later, and that's kind of what's happening. Now, I believe there is the original Media for Gamers group that's actually being set up. There's a bunch of people going in that route. I believe Octail and Hordak have said on their forums that they've got some project going for themselves. Um, I believe Natural20 said his show is shutting down. He's not going to do it anymore, but he's got college, so he's very busy. There's a couple of shows that are out there that are still floating around trying to figure out what they're going to do, mine included. I had asked for emails from the listeners, um, mainly because I was asking or trying to get more of a feel for what were your highlights of the show, what were your favorite parts of the show, favorite memories, you know, things you liked, things you hated, things like that. Because when it's all said and done, I like to reflect on it. I mean, you guys have all heard me tell the stories about the good old days of gaming with Quake 1 and Ultima Online and Quake 3 and the tournaments we got into and the fights and what have you. To me, that being a history guy, I like to reflect on that and look at the good times. I don't want to think of the negativity that on January 29th is the last show of the Empress Court that will air. That's kind of depressing. I don't, I don't know what I when I I don't want to think about that. In in a way, it's aggravating for me that things are coming to a head when they are because our show has just been steamrolling along. We've been picking up you know listeners. We've been picking up a lot of interest. You know, over this this last holiday break, we were going to record. Uh, we have three skits ready for the Gnome Tard series. We were going to do. We didn't do them. We looked around at each other and said, "Do we even want to bother? Because if this thing falls apart, as it ended up doing, I mean, do we really want to put the time and effort into it and never get to play them? I mean, no one's going to really get a chance to listen to them. So we didn't bother. We didn't do that. We had a couple other skits that we had bulleted out. Um, 
that we just didn't we didn't do it. And that sucks. This this whole thing sucks. I understand why it's happening. I understand that, in a way, it really has to. And the other aggravating thing about it is, is there's no one you can really point to and say, it's their fault, it's his fault, it's her fault. It, it just is. It's one of those things. And for five years of being a successful radio station on the Internet, I got news for you, folks. That's a long time in the Internet world. That's a long time. There's not a whole lot of radio stations out there that have done that. I had I have received uh, Mystic Mim and I um, have counted them up, and actually Highlander called me a couple of days ago and said, "Dude, stop forwarding the emails to me. I get it. They like us. You're flooding my email. We've gotten over 200 emails since Sunday evening." Now, to give you an idea why, in the course of a week, I probably receive about 8 to 12 emails of actual readable quality about the show. That's about average. This has been insane. And again, if I can step out of the, the, the Emperor persona for a minute, I have to, I will admit this, it's, it's very humbling to me to read these emails you know, and be told that People who have had a bad day will download the podcast and laugh their ass off for two hours, and it brightens things up. Or one guy, you know, told me a story about a land party he threw. He had like sixteen guys in, in this this frat house of theirs at some college, and they had it uh, playing on all the different speakers, and they listened to the show at their land party live, and they got a kick out of it. And all they're all listeners now. Or you now people tell me it's their favorite show, or. You know, they recently came across the radio station. They've only been listening for a month, and they love it. And it's just, it's story after story. It's, it's, it's very humbling to know that the, and I tell you, and no matter who it is, myself, TB, uh, you know, Octale of Pride, whoever, will tell you the exact same thing. Well, I mean, they all feel it, whether they admit it or not. The one thing we want most in doing this isn't just the fun of doing the radio but knowing that we're entertaining somebody that somebody is actually getting some pleasure out of the product that we provide to know that we don't suck that you find us funny you find us entertaining you find us interesting you find us whatever that we're trying to be I can't say enough how much I appreciate the response that I've gotten from you guys. I certainly did not expect it. Leaving Sunday night's meeting, it was my full intention to just say, screw it, we're doing four more shows, and then we're done, and that's all. Then I get all these emails. Keep the show going up. Don't let the show go. Take it to podcast. Take it to Clan 1G. You know, take it to another radio station. Shop it around. Even if you're only doing it once a month, you know, that's enough. I had no idea the kind of impact we've had. And that makes me feel fantastic. I do this because I like it, because I have a passion for radio. I do this because I I love it. There are three things in my life other than my family that I love. Radio is one of them. And unfortunately, because of the way the radio business is, this is probably as close as I'm ever going to get. And by God, I'm going to make the most of it, because I love it. But it makes it all the better to know that other people enjoy it. Now, granted, not everybody likes the show. 
Hell, I just found out today some of the staff don't even care for me. Oh, well. That sucks. But you know what? The whole product, when you put it all together, it makes it worth it, man. I can't thank everybody enough. And we're going to get to it. I mean, we still got three more weeks yet before we get to that point. We'll do all the thank yous and we'll do all the goodbyes. I don't know, man. I just... You know, I've been thinking over the entire week since I... Since about Tuesday when I realized what was going on, when I, when I started counting up all these emails, I, I actually counted them because I I couldn't believe how many we were getting. And you may think that's that's bragging. It's not. I guarantee every show on the network has gotten flooded with emails of people saying, keep your show going, can't wait to see on the next network. Can't wait to see. It's not just us. I just didn't expect it. I expected a couple dozen emails at most saying, good luck, sorry to hear you're going, had a great time, liked it, that was it. So tonight I'm here to announce that we have signed a deal with IGN Network. We are now being paid to run podcasts. No, I'm kidding. I'm lying. That, that's a lie. Everybody just went, <gasps> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was probably uh, bad, but. The reality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, um, I have a decision in mind in regards to the show, and it's probably not one that anyone's really going to like. Um, but the fact remains, regardless of, of whether I change my mind or not, in three weeks' time, this show goes dark with the station, unless something changes. I have, Highlander and I have actually been discussing this on and off the last several days. We have a bunch of offers on the table um, from various people, both people who are related to Wild Radio, and actually, as of this afternoon, uh, another one that is not related at all in any fashion. Uh, to any staff of the current site um, or even has any a connection at all. I'm going to ask you for your patience. And I know that's kind of hard to do because we don't have a whole lot of time. And I want to be able to tell you guys a definitive answer one way or another exactly what is happening with the show as soon as possible so that you know what to expect. I don't want to drag people along. This is no ratings ploy anymore, folks, because let's be honest, what's the point? It's gone in three weeks, whether it's here or somewhere else or dead altogether. Someone special to me has, has told me to give it a week of thought to gather in some more some more information on these people and well, Mystic Man, basically, has told me, she said, you know what? You're gonna kick yourself a month from now when you start getting when you get that creative little you know jive that little look in your your eyes that you get when you said oh you know I've got this cool skit or I've got a cool story or I've got a cool radio bit and then you sit around and you don't do anything with it because you've got nowhere to air it or you you and Highlander and Baron and you know the rest of the guys are sitting around and you're like you know what this would be a great discussion to bring up. And then you got nowhere to, to go with it. She said, give it a week. Don't do what you're planning on doing on, on January 8th. So I'm going to ask everybody's patience. And I'm going to ask everybody to tune in next week. And I will have an answer, a definitive answer for you, what we're going to do with the show. I know what my... I know what I'm leaning towards. I know what Highlander's thinking. 
but I want to hear back from some more people before we get that far. Uh, my apologies if you think that's, if you think that's kind of a cop out. I'm not trying to be. I know TB thinks that we you know none of us should have been surprised. This this came when it did. I, I got caught off guard. Um, I and you know what? That's that's mostly my fault. Our, our worst case, our go to hell plan is we move everything to Clan1G.net. We fire up Radio1G and, and do it all over again. That's the go to hell plan. And I'll be completely honest with everybody listening. And I know everybody tuned in to listen to the Empress Court and hear all the cool, funny stuff we we talk about when it comes to games and the internet. We'll get to that. Trust me. But this is kind of this is special circumstances that that really need to be addressed. Um. I don't want to do it because the amount of work involved. I'm still in the in the same shoes as Total Biscuit is in that I don't want to run a network. I don't want to build one from scratch. And the problem is, I just know if I decide to host only my own podcast at the, at the website, I'm going to get the itch. I'm going to be like, we can't do this. We need more. We need more. We need a, we need a bigger site. And then we need to do a video cast. Then we need to bring in some of the old staffers. I've gotten emails from some of the old guys I used to broadcast with back in the day who are still listening to the show are like, you know... If you really want to, go, if you really want to give it a try, you know, I'll, I'll dust off the microphone. StarCraft Two's coming up. Here's the New Earth is coming up. We can give it a go. Bring back Monday Night Mayhem. Bring back Thursday Thuggery. Free for all Friday. We could do it. It's an option. It's just not one that I really want to do because I, I, I don't want to start from the scratch. I don't have the time. You know, on February first, two things are going to happen. The first is I'm going to start a new job. Actually, it's the exact same job, just getting better pay and for a slightly different employer. And the second thing is my hobby is going to be changing because either I'm going to be on the radio somewhere else or I'm not going to be on the radio at all. You know, and there's a pros and cons to, to every all the offers we got. And one I actually dismissed today because the time slot that they wanted me to do it made no sense. They wanted an American host which was cool, and I'm flattered, but doing a show in the early afternoon during the week does not fly for me because I'm at work, like most everybody. So we're down one. So I ask you for your patience, and I know Highlander wanted to be here tonight to address it as well. Uh, that's another reason, too, is I don't want to make any a huge announcement as we had planned because he's not here. And that changed just prior to showtime when he said, look, dude, the roads are really bad. They're telling people to stay off. I'm not going to chance it, and nor should he, really, if it's that bad. So, there you go. Torrent Tom's saying if there's only a way to buy out the rights to the station. You know, that's another bit that we're not going to do anymore. Uh, I see some of the Role Players Army are in here from the Essence of Role Playing uh, uh, show, which I do believe is making the move to uh, OMFG. What is it? OMFGnet.com, the original media for gamers. I believe they're making the move to the new station. Uh, yeah, the, the the radio feud between the two, two shows, I think, is done. I don't see a point in continuing that since, you know, the station's going under anyways. So that's that's another thing, too. It was, it was, that was kind of fun, especially when we had it going with Pride. Uh, that was probably the best of the uh, the interfuse that we had going. Oh, I wish they would have let us finish it. I We had so many people on the hook for that one. That would have been an awesome finish to what was a great feud. 
I kind of feel bad for the amount of people we took in on it, though. A lot of people thought it was real, which was the point. I mean, that's why we were trying to carry it off. And Pride and I thought did a pretty damn good job, but I guess we made it too well because too many people complained about it. <laughs> ah, what are you going to do? That's the, maybe we'll make a clip show one day. Actually, we're trying to do something for the final show. I don't know if we're actually going to be able to pull it off. If we do, and I'll see, okay, you know, I'm going to stop right there. I'm not going to make any, any more even cryptic remarks because then people are going to expect something huge because it is, and it's such a long shot chance of happening. And I'll tell you this, it'd be a slam dunk if I wasn't uh, changing jobs. You see, at the, end of Fe- at the end of January, the company I work for, I'm a contractor right now, the contract expires and I'm switching over to uh, full-time actual government employment. So that weekend, uh, January 29th, uh, is my final weekend with the company, and it's going to make things difficult to try and pull off the plan that Highlander has in mind. If it works, it'll be phenomenal. If it doesn't, well, you'll never know about it. Cause I'm not going to give any more. Uh, I'm not going to give any more specifics. So we'll go with that. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes all the sad and somewhat depressing stuff. Let me step back into my Emperor persona and tell all of you that you suck. And that I'm very glad you're tuning in tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have on tap tonight some very interesting topics, which I'll, of course, debate with myself because Highlander is not here. I'm looking at the empty chair sitting next to the desk that holds my 30-inch ultra-sharp Dell HD monitor. It's not as fun when he doesn't set me up for that one. But, Imp, how'd you get your monitor? I'm glad you asked, Highlander, who isn't here. I got this 30-inch Dell monitor from Blizzard for winning the World of Warcraft Shoutcast Competition 2009. And beta keys! Yeah, it's just not fun when he decided there to set me up. This show's a lot more interesting when I got someone here to do it with. So there's that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're going to do. I feel we need to, to take a break now... Uh, not because I need one, but we need to to break the mood from this, you know, blows donkey wiener, we want to get away from this, things are looking bad, you know, but not, not all of it's bad. I, I well, Let me preface this. It's kind of like watching, if everybody ever watches Torah, 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 classic movie, great war movie, at the very end when they show uh, Yamamoto saying, you know, I think all we've done is to awaken a sleeping giant and instilled him with a terrible resolve. It was supposed to give you a, a bit of a good feeling at what was a depressing movie if you're an American. So look at it this way. Even if we go off the air, and I'll be very honest with everybody, right now, that's the leading choice. Unless somebody, you know, steps up and... and uh, well, never mind. The point being, that's pretty much what Highlander and I are leaning towards as it stands today. Uh, next week's next week. Who knows what will happen before then. But even if that happens, most of the shows you guys are listening to aren't going anywhere, guys. I mean, I mean, they're going to a new website, but they're not going off, off the air. I'm sure Oddtail's got something in mind. I know OMFG's already up. OMFGnet.com. You can check that out. Total Biscuit's already got his site, CynicalBrit.com. Both of his shows are up there. I think he's got plans for something else he's working on. You know, so most of the shows you listen to, uh, they're not going anywhere. You're still going to be able to find them. You're just going to be at a new location. 
So look in the bright side. Things are, are only have the potential of going up. If these other radio stations die, well, guess what? Wild Radio is going down the toilet anyways. Let's let's face it. The majority of shows that people listen to now are not WoW-related anymore. Whether they, I mean, We can have a whole debate on whether that's a good thing or not, or how it got to that point. It's not that WoW Radio is short any listeners. That's not the point anymore. The the show itself, the, the radio station, it has evolved. People need to branch out. They need they need new challenges. I'm sure. I think Pride's got a new show debuting or getting ready to. That he's going to transfer over from like short stuff. He's getting away from the allure. He's going with something else. I think a lot of people are in the same boat. They they want to explore new things. They want to generalize, diversify. I think you have to, and I think in the long run, you know, six months to a year from now, I think we're all going to benefit. You know, a newel is big of a, you know, well, I can't say that. Uh, uh, let me put it this way. A newel's new name is Richard Cranium. We'll leave it at that. He has a good point. He says, well, can we stop talking about the station death and let's hear some real content? I agree. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a brief break. So when we come back, we're going to get into the meat of the topics and actually get down to what the show's about. But before we do, a huge... Congratulations to our very own Ohio State Buckeyes for winning the Rose Bowl and defeating those ducks from Oregon. OHIO, go Bucks! Warning This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised. Me and you're listening to the Emperor's Court on World Warcraft Radio. Oh, hell, he's still better looking than Howard Stern. never spoken. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. This January 8th in the year of our Lord, 2010, I am your solo host for the evening, the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard, clanwitchy.net. Take a drink, boys, take a drink. There's like two or three right there, I'll have that little monologue, that little intro. Apparently, for those who don't know, we are in IRC this evening, uh, as we always are. That's the only thing I meant to do, is have Mystic Man record a sound uh, sounder for it, but Again, it really has no point. Uh, but we're in IRC. What is it? Uh, IRC.quakenet.org, I believe. Staffers. Hello, staffers. My ventrilo staffers. There we go. IRC.quakenet.org. Thank you. We are in channel WC Radio. <laughs> Yeah, the voices in my head tell me that. All three of them. At any rate, we're in channel. We're in the, uh, channel Wild Radio or WC Radio. Christ. Uh. Anyways, there's a drinking game going on. Anytime I mention uh, Imperial Guard, One G, Cleveland, or Ohio sports in general, so there's all four. Everybody takes a drink. I guess. 
So expect to hear more of it than usual. Okay. Now, having said that, a couple things I want to get to tonight. One, coming up at the end of this month, and I'm, I'm torn on this. I have a PlayStation 3. I have an interest in this. Mag is coming out. For those who don't know, it is, I think it's supposed to be like massive action game or what have you. It's a PlayStation 3 game that will feature up to 256 players per game. Think of it as an MMO, except playing like, uh, like Modern Warfare 2. It's set in the year 2025. And the idea is that it's broken down by battalion to company to platoon to squad. So you join as part of a smaller unit, which is part of a bigger unit, which reports to an even bigger unit. So you have commanders, you've got squad leaders, you've got, you know, colonels and what have you. I like the idea. I think the concept is awesome. But I don't know, you know what, and I, I, I said the same thing, and I will give credit where credit is due because they said it before I did, at least publicly. Penny Arcade mentioned the same thing a few days ago, and they said, this is nothing new to anybody who's been playing a PC for a while. To you console fags out there, this is something new. Something different. There's more than, like, eight people in the game. No. Um, I am very interested to see this work. I'm just very cautious and very skeptical. The reason why is uh, the PlayStation Network, although pretty solid, isn't exactly as reliable as, say... You know, uh, necessarily a PC server that would have everybody connecting, like an MMO, like World of Warcraft. Now, we all know what happens when you get 200 people at the gates of Agamar trying to raid it, the damn thing crashes. So what happens if you have 256 people connecting, using God knows what, on the PlayStation Network, and everybody firing one time, or using various uh, you know weapons, or using various vehicles? Now, granted, the maps are going to be huge. They're going to have to be to try and accommodate this many people. And the idea is that you're going to be able to assault and want to take different objectives at the same time in different locations. So let's say you have, you know, three groups of 40 guys, platoon size, and you send three platoons off to attack one place or another. Uh, that's the idea is you have multiple things going on a battlefield, just like you would in real life. So there's one downside to it. I mean, other than just the lag, and that's, that's a question right there. The playability. Is it actually going to work? Is it actually going to be able to allow people to move more than five feet before they crash and it can't move? Other people have tried it. For a console, I'm not so sure. I think it's very ambitious. I like the idea. But something else comes uh, comes to mind that, that may be a bit of a problem. And it's this. If you have people that are taking command of a battalion or they're taking command of a company or a platoon, or squad, like it's supposed to be. I mean, this is no different than some asshole jumping into Alterac Valley yelling, I've got a plan! Everybody follow me! We're gonna go take the graveyard! Okay, well, why should I listen to you when you're 20 levels below I am, your gear is crap, and you speak broken English? At least you type it. How is this gonna be any different? Now, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to necessarily give somebody a, a command stat. I don't know if it's going to be based on how many games they played or how many games they've won or if it's just random and somebody is given the title of, you know, Colonel or... Not to mention, why the hell am I going to want to listen to this guy? Don't tell me what objectives to take. I know what the hell I'm doing. You follow me. Yeah, like Mr. Jingle says, but his text is a different color. There you go. It's good that they're trying to force people into cooperation. The problem is, when you're trying to get people who are probably staying as far away from the actual military as they can, 
to act like an actual military unit, you're, you're going to have a bit of a disconnect there. I'm not really sure how it's going to work in practice as opposed to how it's going to work in theory. What I think is going to end up happening is you have 256 people playing one giant-ass deathmatch on two different... It's like team deathmatch. Nothing's going to get accomplished. No one's going to go anywhere. Inevitably, you're going to have people logging in that are part of a clan. You're going to have like five guys here, eight guys there, ten guys there. And they're going to do their own thing. Unless somehow you can get 128 guys to work in concert, one giant clan. But you know what? There's some fun in the chaos that, that is that. Now, it can get aggravating after a while. I mean, hell, I get aggravated playing Team Fortress 2. I log in. It doesn't matter what map I'm playing. I know I'm playing Deathmatch. If it's a random public server, I ain't get. I'm not have shit to work with. It's me, myself, and that's it. Unless one of the guys is playing that night and they see me on Steam and they hop in and help out. But, you know, that seemed far and few and far between. I like the idea. I like the concept. I really, really hope it works. I do not play a, a great many um, games online on the PlayStation 3. Yeah, Lead, Lead Shadow's like, 128 1G members in formation. Yeah, well, we've done it. We've, well, I, I take that back. We've had 128 people on a roster before, mainly for World of Warcraft. Who I then um, kicked to the curb, actually, uh, was a couple... Mecca was about two years ago? Thereabouts? Yeah, I think it was like 2008. Told 100 of them, and it was like, you know, it ain't working out. Boot! And done. But much like WoW Radio, I gave them actually three weeks to set their own website before I kicked them the hell out of here. They weren't full members. We had We have what we call an auxiliary member. And that is somebody who joins the clan specifically for one game, like World of Warcraft, because it requires... We only had like 25 core members, full members. Well, you can't do a 40-man raid with that many, so we had to bring in lots of scrubs and people we didn't care for. It was like a revolving door of mediocrity. They'd come in, we'd kick them the hell out. they come in, we'd kick them the hell out. And a couple, we actually kept. I don't know why, but we did. Mechawk weaseled his way in through the Rome, Rome door, which is probably the best way. We got buck wild through that. Anyways, the point being... It's going to be hard to, for a clan to have 128 players and actually coordinate. It's like herding cats. I mean, when you talk about self-discipline and cooperation and the Internet, I mean, that's, just, that's like acid and base. That's like Sunny and Cher. They, they don't go together very well. And inevitably, there's going to be a problem. I personally am looking forward to it, to try it out, to see. And... Uh, PlayStation uh, uh, Network is, is free to play on. You don't have to play, pay a, a yearly fee. What I'll probably do is I'll rent the game if it's, if it's available or borrow it from a buddy. In fact, Legal Tender and I were talking about this over the week or uh, over the lunch today about holding a giant-ass LAN party at some point. And that's a possibility of having everybody show up at his house for that. Of course, it'd have to be at his house. And it's not going to be at mine. I don't like you people. So, massive action game. And that's... Uh, you can actually go to the website if you want to take a look at it. they got a cool trailer. I pull it up there. It's uh, mag.com. It's pretty simple. See, I go to the North American site. Dalvin, of course, Johnny on the spot has already made the post in IRC. Or given the link. Hop on there, take a look at it. Can you imagine Modern Warfare 2 with 256 players in a match? Hell, I can't... I, I The biggest game I ever played on that was... 
that was very similar, I would think, would be Unreal Tournament 2004. I played in a uh, a modified server that supported 64 players. And that was 32 people on 32 people, and it was massive. Friggin' tanks everywhere. They had those, the planes, I can't remember, it's been a while since I played it. One of the maps we had, uh, had the, was it the Leviathan? The giant five-man tank, one guy drives it, and then you have, like, four different turrets. Oh, insane. Apparently not everybody likes Modern Warfare 2. I'm getting a hate speech. I don't know that I can really say that. Does your mom know you speak that way? So much for, uh... Brought up as a lady. Terrible. Terrible. It's not bad. I don't know if that it's, it's a huge, you know, advancement since the first installment, but it's not bad. Let's not bash it because it's popular. That seems to be the way the internet works. Everybody hypes something until it becomes mainstream and popular, then everybody hates on it. It's like Naruto. Everybody loved Naruto when they were getting the subs on, on like, Anbu.com or whatever the hell it was. They were getting all the subs. And then all of a sudden they, they brought it to America. Oh, it sucks! The storyline's terrible! It's nothing but filler! Nobody likes what the characters. It takes like ten episodes for one fight. We know it's sort of Dragon Ball Z. And the rest of you couldn't stop jizzing yourselves over how great a show that was. I hated Dragon Ball Z. What the hell this has to do with games, I have no idea. Popping through here. This is interesting. This one was sent to me by Davlin. IndustryGamers.com reports this one. Apparently, the NPD group, Kids and Entertainment Content Report, shows that 74% of kids ages 2 to 14 in the U.S. play computer or video games. Okay, that in and of itself is not a revelation. This, however, was. Apparently, of the things that kids like to do, video games rank fourth from the top. That does surprise me a little bit. And it comes, TV is number one, watching movies is number two, and listening to music is number three. All right, again, let's go to the top four. Ready? Watching TV, watching movies, listening to music, and playing video games. What activity is not in the top four that a kid should probably be involved with? No, I'm not about to start this fight, especially when it's just me here. I mean, if there was Highlander here, I'd pick on him. Watching porn. Wow, thanks. Wow. You're a real mother, you know that? Way to go, intricacy. Do I have a sounder for this? I know I do. For the amount of fail that just came through here. There it goes. Trying is the first step towards failure. There you go. Number one, I'm not even going to read that sticker, Snee. No, there's no activities. There's no physical activities. What happened to going outside, running around, playing sports, getting in trouble, playing cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians? Hell, you can't even you can't even use your fingers anymore to pretend to shoot people. Look at Gilbert Arenas and ask him how well that did for him. There's a sports reference. I don't know if that's part of your drinking game. Go out and do something. The Wii should not be your physical activity for the day. Did you have 30 minutes of physical activity? Yeah, I played Zelda for 30 minutes. Look at how big my right arm is. I swear to God, I remember telling Mystic Man when the Wii came out, I said, you watch. Three months from now, you're going to see everybody with big Trogdor arms. One arm's going to be bigger than the other, and that's it. From waving around that stupid wand. 
Didn't we have an article uh, a couple weeks ago that the British government was subsidizing, was actually cut a deal with Nintendo to make the Wii and the Wii Fit part of their health curriculum? It's a bullshit. Who buys into that? It, it, it upsets me that it's not towards the top of the list. It's actually physical activity or interaction with others, you know, socially. When I was a kid, we had video games. We had the Atari system, and then we had Nintendo and the Sega Master System, and then we had the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis, and by God, I was out there playing baseball every chance I get. Football, soccer, baseball, basketball, I played all of it. Riding bikes, setting off cherry bombs in people's yards that no one ever found out about, and they never will, or I'll kill every one of you. But it did surprise me that that video games came in fourth place behind listening to music. I don't know, I... I listened to music when I was a kid, but I, you know, I didn't make it a, a habit of making that an activity during the day. Like, oh, 3 o'clock, time to listen to music. Turn off Darkwing Dog, turn on the music. No. That's boring. Music is something to listen to when you're going someplace or you're doing something. Not sitting down like, oh, I love this song from insert band from when I was a child here. Do not mark Doc. Do not mock Darkwing Duck, the shadow in Duck's clothing. Anyways, the study goes on to say that you know, and this is another interesting little stat: is they say that it's almost broken down evenly. Seventy-one percent play PC, seventy-seven percent play consoles. That means there's like twenty-three percent of people out there. I don't know what the hell they're playing on. I'm, I'm guessing it's handhelds. Although does that be? A, it doesn't say if that's considered a console or not. I'm surprised this differentiation is so close. I mean, we had the debate all... Oh, here it is. The figure dips down to 48% for portable game devices and 24% for cell phones. 24% of kids ages 2 to 14 are playing games on a cell phone? Shit, I didn't even know there was a percentage of kids 2 to 14 that had a cell phone, let alone one that could play games. What the hell is a 2-year-old doing with a cell phone? I know, I know. It's for comic... Shut up. I'm surprised that PC status is as high as it is. I wouldn't think a 14-year-old or a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old would know a great deal about PCs to play games. I did. I had an Atari computer back then, but that's really all we had. And my dad had it. I didn't. It was pretty much learning to play games on that or you sit and watch dad play. I would think the consoles would be much easier for a kid to just pop a game in, you know, play until your mother yells at you, then turn it off and go eat dinner. Quote, a large majority of the kids playing games via console and PC are acquiring physical content, so there's purchasing going on still with the PC games. And the report shows that there is a small percent of kids who have subscriptions to specific games. Blah, 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 blah. And you want to know what games, just watch Nickelodeon sometime. Like, I have to. Not because I'm some weird pedo bear guy, but... When they have a child and that's all they watch is Hannah Montana, freaking Disney, and Nickelodeon... You get to see all these... Toontown! Join now! Yeah, I want to join Toontown and play with all the other 5,000 pedophiles on there and the three actual kids. I'm sure people in Toontown just running around saying, Are you a kid? No, are you? No. Want to go find a kid together? Sure. It's like finding a you know a chick in an MMO. You know, an actual woman, not some guy pretending to be one. You know they're out there. It's just hard to find them. It's almost like an urban legend.
but I was surprised that it was as close it was uh, 71 to 77. I, I would think that counts would be a lot easier for a kid to play. So there's that. And and I, listening to music? Really? I mean, Maya's really into Hannah Montana and, and, you know, Jonas Brothers and all that crap, but, you know, she doesn't go out of her way to listen to the music. If it's on, she'll dance to it, or it's on the radio in the car, she'll sing to it, but that's about it. Meghawk's saying it's probably counting stuff like Mafia Wars and Farmville as PC games. That's possible. Of course, I would also question why a 14-year-old has a Facebook. I know that's happening these days. Hell, the sexting thing, that's all we ever hear about in the news anymore is how kids are getting these cell phones and they're downloading games and apps and they're sexting each other. Really? The bottom line for developers and publishers is that they need to be aware of how kids are spending their time. Is this any kind of revelation? This is another one of those one of those news items that we go through on these shows where you just smack your head like, what the hell? Did anybody really get surprised by this? People need to be aware that kids are playing video games. By God! Watson, that's it! Games! We'll make a game for a kid! I should know. I'm part of the Nintendo generation. Shit, I am in a Nintendo generation. You should see my collection of games. Ah, oh, I'm starting to get aggravated. Emperor is at DEFCON 5. All is normal. Sort of. The hell Emperor it is. Emperor is at DEFCON 4. His care meter is starting to run low. Okay, let's be honest. My care meter is never more than a quarter full. My quarter is usually about me. I care about me. Umar says it's probably not even music. It's just a bunch of rap crap and things with a beat. Yeah, it could be. I'm not going to rip on rap. I mean, I think the content speaks for itself. Well, there's that. Grand Theft Auto windowless van mod. Way to go, Grim. Way to go. Bringing that in. The Grand Theft Auto windowless van mod for kids. This guy looks legit. Well, since I'm already aggravated... Let's do this, although it's usually a Highlander thing. Since he's not here, I kind of got to step in and take over for him and kind of run that, so let's do it. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Today's stupid video game moment of the week. I know I just said today for a week. It's like asking for an honest week's pay for an honest day's work. Work with me here, folks. We have a couple winners, actually. Uh, these I've been actually holding up. We, uh, one of my plans was originally to have a show dedicated to the failure that is Internet gaming. And unfortunately, it's one of those that's going to go on the back burner and never going to happen since we're going off the air. Having said that, let's get these out of the way. <clears throat> Quote, this is from January 5th, 2009. Teen threatened suicide over World of Warcraft gets arrested. Now, see, what's kind of odd about this is that that's what it says at the top, and I know this has been around for a lot longer. Now, at any rate, last Monday, in a live chat with an employee of Blizzard Entertainment, a 17-year-old boy in Fairfield, Ohio, everybody take a drink, threatened to kill himself over frustrations with World of Warcraft. Apparently, what ended up happening was the Blizzard rep he was talking to then traced the boy's IP address and called local police, who probably showed up at this dick's house. Of course, they knock on the door, and they're like, is Bobby home? And Bobby comes to the door. Apparently, he's some 17-year-old punk. And they ask him, oh, we heard you're suicidal because you're, you know, you look like, you know, your character's gay or something, or 
you didn't get into some raid group. Or he doesn't actually say, he just was frustrated with the game. God knows what that is. Get in line, buddy. There's a lot of people frustrated with the game. That's what happens. Anyways, when they asked him about it, he said that uh, he was not being sincere. He was simply trying to get, quote, to get what he wanted. I would almost be willing to pay Monopoly money to find out what this douchebag really wanted out of Blizzard enough to say, I'm going to kill myself. See, this is why I could never be a a call center rep for any company, let alone Blizzard. Because I would say, I'm glad you mentioned, here's a couple effective ways we suggest you do it. First, go to your kitchen drawer. Your mom probably has some knives. Grab the sharpest one. Next, find your wrists and work in a horizontal parallel motion. Actually, that'd be perpendicular, wouldn't it? Are you 17 over the age of 16? You are! Great! Chances are you know how to use a car. Here's what we suggest. Go to your garage. Close the garage door. Turn the car on. Open the windows and listen to your favorite music as you drift off into slumberland. I would be the absolute last guy you would want working in a call center that has to listen to customers' complaints about some bullshit I don't care about. My game crashed. So? All the reimbursement. Kiss my ass. Next call. Somebody hacked my account. Then you probably downloaded a mod or something and you've been to a website you should have been to. No, I didn't. You're lying. Next. You do not want me doing it. Anyways, so this guy got slapped with a first degree misdemeanor. What a shame. Truly, that this guy is Trojan Condom's boner of the week. All right, let's go to this one. Check it up. Next. Got to wait for it to load. This one from Fox News. Chinese Warcraft game distributors sued over teen suicide. Chinese Warcraft game distributor sued over teen's suicide. This is from Beijing. This is from May 2006. I know these are older stories. You may have heard of them, but I kind of brought them all together because it's part of a theme. Work with me. The parents of a 13-year-old Chinese boy say they jumped that he jumped to his death from a tall building after playing one of the World of Warcraft games for 36 hours straight. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't China have something in place that prevents people from playing specifically World of Warcraft but other games for a great deal of hours in a row? Uh, apparently, the Big Brother crackdown in China missed this one. They're suing the uh, boy's parents are suing the Chinese distributor of the game. Apparently, we're transporting more across to China other than just our money. Apparently, we're also transporting our Sioux Happy Values. Zhang Zhao, Zhao Yi, Z-I-A-O-Y-I, Zhao Yi, Zhao Yi. I used to actually be able to pronounce pretty decently some Chinese names. Apparently, I can't anymore. Uh, he left behind a suicide note saying he wanted to, quote, join the heroes of the game he worshipped. Really? Okay, let's. I know we're only a paragraph in, but let's review. 13 year old boy wants to join the heroes of the game he worshipped for playing World of Warcraft for 30 strict, 36 straight hours, jumps and plunges to his death. Now, for everybody who complains in World of Warcraft that you never actually get to kill the villain, that you know, they always somehow escape, this is how you knock off a raid leader, guys. This guy really did want to be like a heroes in the game. The difference is, he's not going to come back in the next installment. Right now, he's like a pancake on the pavement. 
It also didn't take 40 people to down him off the top of the building. He downed himself. Yeah, Arthur's who are not. <laughs> Mechhawk says, wow, that's a pretty long corpse run. <laughs> that's a really long corpse run. Nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about his gear being broken, but his face was. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, Zhang's parents who live in Taijin are, are just east of Beijing are seeking 100,000 yuan, which is about $12,500 American. Wow. They're looking for 12500 bucks from Aomi Soth, which is the distributor of the game. Uh, Warcraft Orcs and Humans. Orcs and humans? Isn't that the original Warcraft game? I'm pretty sure I still got that laying around here like DOS discs. Oh, I feel bad for this guy. He he died playing the wrong game. No wonder he was pissed. I'd probably jump off a building too if I had to you know, play a game like that with a bunch of polygons these days. Anyway, the games are made by Blizzard. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, As said, a Tainjin court had rejected the claim by the parents against the game maker. So now they're going after the distributor. So they went after Blizzard first, and that didn't work. And Bai said Jang's parents were suing the wrong company because Amisoft was set up in August, eight months after the Kai's death. Oh, shit, so they're suing... Okay, I get it. So the distributor changed. From the time this kid did a face plant on the uh, sidewalk outside of his building, and now they're suing the, uh, a different distributor. Ugh... Anyways, apparently there's 111 million, 111 million internet users in China. Second only to the United States. So one of the biggest markets for them is online games. Yeah, no shit. Also on Friday, a newspaper said the Beijing city government had launched a review of the Chinese capital's 1,007 licensed internet cafes. 1,000 internet cafes in Beijing alone? I don't think we have enough hippies in this entire country to fill up a thousand cafes of any kind. Yeah. Anyways, so apparently the parents said this kid played at a gaming hall, but didn't say whether and which specific one it was. So essentially he was going to a building or a store like I did when I was like, you know, 18, 19. When the you know, weather was pretty crappy, we'd go to this game store and we'd play there. That's how we got our, our start in online gaming. It's a lot of fun. Because we didn't, uh, in the dorm rooms that we used to hang out in, we didn't have uh, internet access, at, you know, back then. So, oh, he gives it a big epic fail. What else we got? Let's see. Oh, BBC News. There we go. Dablin with another one. I guess flight form didn't work. Wow. Why would hippies be in cafes? The hell is Ms. Moon been? Well, you live in Arkansas or something? I happen to know he, she does. That's why I said it. Okay, what would be a uh, good point out for failure in online gaming if we didn't mention South Korea at some point? South Korean dies after game session. Quote, a South Korean man has died after reportedly playing an online computer game for 50 hours with few breaks. Well, I guess this isn't going to make one of those uh, network shows that you see on cable all the time with, uh, I can't believe I survived, or whatever that show was where they walk, they stay awake for like 50 hours fighting to stay alive. This dude was doing nothing and he died. A 28-year-old man collapsed after playing the game StarCraft. Of course! 
stop, stop right there. We need not go any further. We're just, we're going to stop. South Korean dies playing StarCraft. I mean, this is to them what AIDS is to us. This is their plague they can't get rid of. I, I, I have never seen this stat, but I'm positive there are more South Koreans die to StarCraft-related deaths than they do to AIDS. Let's just, we're going to walk away from that one, leave it hanging there. South Korean, StarCraft, death. Moving on. Actually, close that one out there. No, I, I do want to read this. Hang on. Apparently, he was trying to be a professional gamer. He, he did not sleep properly and had very little to eat during his marathon session, said police. Apparently, he was trying to become a professional gamer. Professional gamers in South Korea can attract huge sums in sponsorships and can make upwards of $100,000 American a year. Okay. There's more of the story. I just don't see a point in going any further. I think we pretty much know how this is going to end. All right, and this is our last failure of the week. Virginia Tech suicide in World of Warcraft. Uh, This happened back in January 24, 2008. You see how I'm kind of you see how I'm blending all these together and bringing it all together, all the pieces to build this awful mosaic puzzle. All these things happening in January and December. Last month, a Virginia Tech student was found dead in the Target parking lot. Well, he might have died because of the prices. I don't know. Uh, the Christianburg, Virginia store with, with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. His name was Daniel Kim, a 21-year-old, 21-year-old South Korean student at the university. This is on file front. Interesting. Uh, apparently, after doing a little research, it was discovered that uh, the only thing in his life that he gave him a chance to live was playing games. He was an avid World of Warcraft fan, apparently. The only warning signs with the, uh, that he was on edge came in the forms of emails sent to the university from various WoW players who were concerned for his safety. Basically, this guy started to take a nice dis- you know, descent into you know, Nutjobville. He was batshit crazy. You have different World of Warcraft players emailing the university saying, hey, this dude's acting kind of weird. But apparently nobody... It was like the recent interest in uh, uh, people boarding planes with bombs and underwear. You know, all the signs were there, but nobody cared to put the pieces together. This is no different, apparently. Anyways, he goes on to... Uh, I guess it just continually to get worse, and... I, I, there's more to this, and it starts to take a dive into the uh, you know video games, violence, causing people, uh, whatever. What do you do though if you're a university? I mean, Virginia Tech is a very large university in the United States. There's a lot of kids on campus. How do you know you're not getting trolled? I mean, do you really have to take that stuff seriously? I mean, granted, looking back at it now, we're playing Monday morning quarterback a year later, or two years removed. The guy went and blew his brains out in the parking lot of a target. I mean, let's give the guy some credit. It's classier than, say, Walmart. No one probably would have noticed he'd done it there. I don't know, man. I If I was the dean of students or, or a professor or whoever's in charge of their security or whatever that works, I don't know that I would take that as seriously. I, I don't know that I could. I guess in the, the day and age now, you really have to. 
You have to take any of this kind of stuff seriously. Didn't, uh, what was it, last week they caught a drug dealer through his World of Warcraft account? How does that happen? Grimhound's saying you're using Virginia Tech as an example. Yeah, we all know about the Virginia Tech massacre that happened in April. I remember because Jack Thompson made a big deal about it. Jack Thompson, for those who don't know, is a lawyer in the United States who has a real hard-on for video games. As in, he hates them. He blames them for pretty much every ill of society because people weren't raping and pillaging and enslaving people prior to the invention of video games and violent movies. You've never heard of Genghis Khan, apparently. But he blames all the world's ills on video games, and the Virginia Tech massacre was no different. Saying they, you know, this guy went nuts because he played a lot of violent video games, was a violent society, and Virginia Tech was criticized because we're not seeing the warning signs that this guy was headed down a dark path, I guess. Sorry, ex-lawyer, I believe, has been disbarred. That's correct. So there's that. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps a very it wraps up a very uh sorry as I'm adjusting something here off to the side. My microphone specifically. I have a new mic. I don't like it. I'm taking it back. It sucks. It's terrible. Sixty dollars my ass. Anyways, that is a very abbreviated stupid video game moment of the week. From across the information superhighway. We have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. And I think these really rank up there. Now, the sad thing is, I've actually done more of those in that same vein of stupidity that goes on. People who kill themselves or kill each other. Some dude uh, he walks in and blows this kid away because he stole his sword in-game. I think it was like Lineage 2 or some, some game like that. It's just It's astounding to me. And I don't know that this is necessarily a comment I want to make about society. Yeah, there, there you go, Mecca. You stole my cloud song. Boom, you're gone. Walk up to a kid. You stole my sword. Give it back. What are you going to say? This, this is my boomstick. Now give me back my sword. Okay. I, I don't want to make a comment about society. I, I think that's a discussion and a topic that, that we've had before, and I don't know that we necessarily need to, you know, rehash it. I mean, it actually Emperor is out a me. DEFCON 3. A vein is popping out of his neck. It really is, actually. Um, I'll recap my feelings by saying this. Because it, it has been a while since we've gone through it. People are violent by nature. That's the way humanity is. You can't go back at any place in history and show me a point where people were not violent assholes. That's just the way we're made. Giving us video games, if nothing else, gives us an outlet for it. I can't tell you how many times in the years past, especially when I was in college, where I was working for you know some retail company while I was still in school, and having to deal with the dregs of society that come in to waste my time in my store. And believe it or not, I was the best salesman in pretty much every store I ever worked at. Any company, regardless. And I would come home and like, I just would want to punch something. Now, granted, I'm not going to punch any person. And I like animals. So I'd go and play a game. I'd take my aggravation out on people on the internet. There are 12-year-old kids that have been scarred for life because of the, the abuse that I gave them while playing. I can type fast on anybody I know for a reason. Because back then, you didn't have voice activation. If you wanted to piss somebody off or smack talk, by God, you had to type it.
video games, vi- violent movies, that kind of thing, it does not make a person violent. If somebody walks in and blows 30 people away in their college, in a college dorm room, there's something mentally wrong. If they walk into a high school and they blow people away, there's something mentally wrong. Like in the Columbine thing, and they, they said, oh, well, they were using Doom, the Doom mo- or map editor, to build a model of, of the school so they could walk around and, and they were practicing on the game. Well, no kidding. They could have done the same thing with a pad of paper and a pencil and done a Dungeons and Dragons style. I walk in Mr. Johnson's class. I roll a three-sided die or four-sided die. I roll a five. Mr. Johnson dies. Look, all it is is a high-tech version of, of showing what is, real, I mean, pretty much, they were just setting up for it. It was just preparation. I thought it was pretty clever for a bunch of sick fucks that need to die. But you can't blame Doom for what happened at Columbine. That isn't how it works. These guys were nuts. While Radio 194 wants to know if this is live, no, it is not. You're listening to a recorded Emperor's Court on January 8th, 2010. This is recorded in advance, like three weeks ago. Somehow I knew then that you were going to ask that question. I'm psychic, apparently. Dan was saying a friend of his got fired because he made a Doom level of the story worked at. Well, how the hell would they have known he made a level of the story worked at unless he told somebody? Well, that was dumb. I mean, your friend's not nuts, he's just stupid. There's a difference. Wow, it's almost 8.30 already? Nymph wants me to mention his name and say that he's not an asshole. Well, I can't do that because that'd be a lie. I'm a little more bitter today than I thought I was going to be. I guess that first half-hour monologue just put me in a really bad mood. Which is going to pay off dividends we head towards the meltdown. we got a half-hour left, folks. I suppose we do have to kick it to break at some point. I've been talking for a while. I have to admit, this has not been as entertaining an episode as I had hoped it would be. But then again, a lot of the plans we had originally uh, uh, in motion kind of got thrown to the winds with the snow and everything. A lot of Highlander here. No, I will not say that, nameless person. Oh, I screwed you both ways. I won't mention your name, and I won't and I won't say out loud what you want me to. Anyways, we got a couple things we have to get to yet. Um, you know what? Hang on. I, I was. I've got two things to melt down on, and I really want to melt down on both of these. The reality of it is, if I wait any longer on either one of these topics, they're going to be dated. By the time I get around to it next week, no one's going to care. So I have to bring them up. So we're going to discuss one of them, and I'm going to melt down about the other. How about that? Calm down, Davlin. Don't spam IRC. I'm not going to melt down yet. We'll discuss this one. We'll do it after break. You're right. I need a break. All right. We'll do it after break. We'll discuss one topic. I'll melt down another. We'll wrap it up. And uh, we'll have some finishing and final thoughts. So, wow, that hour and a half has really flown. It's been a while since I did a show solo. I don't know if I like it as much anymore. All right, folks. We'll be back here in a few. This show is for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Parental discretion is advised. 
Crown Princess, and you are listening to the Empress Court on World of Warcraft Radio. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here the final half hour of the Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com. I am, of course, the Emperor, your host, flying solo this evening as Highlander is not here due to inclement weather. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, we're probably going to go into overtime, as is usual, uh, because we took so much time at the beginning of the night uh, dealing with other matters. Uh, I have a couple things to get to. Let's be honest, top to bottom, from start to finish, everything included, pregame, commercial breaks... Content, God-given talent, there is no one as good as I am on this station here or anywhere. Bottom line, you know it and so do I. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, wow, my mic's really booming now. This thing this thing doesn't make a damn bit of sense. First it's too low, then it's too high, then I'm really loud! I'm just... It's kind of weird. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take one brief break. Uh, I'm going to do my last topic here. Then you get really pissed off. Then we'll take a break. Then come back and do the, the meltdown. Here's why. This is like a dual meltdown type of thing here. I know I'm going to get aggravated enough that my voice is going to fly off, and I'm worried about losing it. So we're going to take a brief, like one song break after this topic. So just so you know. So stick with us. We're probably going to go over time a little bit. A little bit. Not much. I mean, what the hell are they going to do? Fire me? They just got to wait three weeks and it'll be done for them. I'm checking here. I, I need to get something out of my email that I'm awaiting for it to arrive. Aha! It is here. God help you, all of you. Thank you, Davlin. Johnny on the spot, as always. I think we'll all benefit from this. I just have to wait for this thing to actually, you know, open. For it is rather large. Sticker C wants to know about my 30-incher. I assume he's talking about my monitor, but you have to be more specific. I have a couple that would fit that bill. <clears throat> All right, speaking of using things that that's not what they were designed for, Tiger Woods. Now, I think I've actually been very good about not really making him a topic of the show. Since he's a topic everywhere else in the world, for some reason, Dallin, I can't get the stamp thing to load. It's kind of aggravating. the hell? Tiger Woods. What can be said about this gentleman? Greatest athlete in the world. One of the most famous celebrities anywhere. He can walk into any country and be instantly recognized. Have we ever seen somebody fall from grace that quickly? And that, you know, that completely? I don't think so. Well, recently, Tiger Woods is in the news when it comes to video games. You see how I'm kind of making a segue and bring it all together? That's a pro. Professionals do that. Having said that, here's why. Electronic Arts is still planning to make the Tiger Woods online game. Quote, Electronic Arts Incorporated said Monday it will stand behind Tiger Woods. Behind him, not in front of him, because we know what happens when people stand in front of him. 
Ask any of the 14 chicks, they'll tell you. At least for the release of a new online golf game featuring the embattled athlete. Uh, this is brought to you by CBSNews.com. Ah, there we go. Now the file's saving. Hoorah! Well, it, this is kind of odd. At a time when everybody and their mother is abandoning this guy like rats leaving a ship. A sinking ship, I should say. EA is one of the few that's actually deciding to pony up and say, you know what, we're going to stick with this guy. He's a moneymaker. Yeah, he's the greatest athlete in the world. We understand he's made some mistakes. But we're going to stick with him. Now, this aggravates me for a number of reasons. One, I don't like the guy. And that aggravates me because I used to I used to really like Tiger Woods. I thought he really was the clean-cut, straight-edge kind of guy. Went out there, competed, did his thing, was a family guy. He's not any of that, which pisses me off. But now to see this douchebag get get rewarded for everything he's done. I, I, yeah, I know they're not signing him. They're not keeping the game because of his infidelity. But he is being rewarded. Everybody's taking their sponsorships from this guy. Nobody wants him as their front man, as, as their ad man. I wouldn't if I had a company, not right now. There's absolutely no way I would base anything on him. Now, understandable, EA is in it up, you know, up to their rear because... They've invested all the time and the money into this game. It goes into beta, I believe, either January or February of this year. I mean, it's not like they can do with Mike Tyson's punch-out like Nintendo did after the rape conviction. They just took out Mike Tyson, erased his name from the top of the game, and put in, uh, what was it, like Mr. Amazing or something, Mr. Awesome, or Mr. Dream, thank you. I I knew I had it there. And that's what they did. I mean, they can't really just, like, what are they going to put, like, VJ Singh's face over Tiger Woods? Yeah, probably not. But this guy's being rewarded for his infidelity. They're saying, we don't care that you're a terrible person. We don't care that you have a bad public image. We know that you're the best golfer out there. You're still a great athlete. So we're going you know, to tie your name to our product. We're going to put it out there. Because we're sure people will continue to, to buy and play your game. I've played a couple of Tiger Woods games. The one Wii game he has is pretty cool. It's pretty fun. My aunt, who's an avid golfer, her and her girlfriends get together one night a week. Swear to God, to drink wine and play Wii Golf. That is their golf game of choice. But this guy... I don't think good people should be able... I mean, bad people should be able to make these kind of, of deals, make millions and millions and millions of dollars, even as they're a moral cesspool. It annoys me that this guy has almost a billion dollars, and look what he has done. Now, you can say, oh, well, it's just, you know, he cheated on his wife. It's not that big a deal. Don't bring moral and judgment and God into it. You're not perfect. No, I'm not. But you know what? I've never cheated on my wife to be. I've never done anything of the sort. And to base a game off of a player that you know, inevitably, kids are going to play. Yes, it's an online game, but it's still golf. People are going to play this game. They're going to emulate Tiger Woods. Well, he never asked me a role model. That's the biggest cop-out excuse I've ever heard. I don't care if, if anybody ever asked me a role model. If you're a professional sports player, by definition, by default, you are a role model. Is that fair? Well, I don't know. No one said you had to be a professional golfer. Is it fair that you get $300 million in endorsements? Actually, I'm sorry, he gets $100 million a year in endorsements. Is that fair? 
I see this, and I, I wish to hell Highlander was here to, to debate this, because I know he would. I'm sure he would take the other side of this. I'm a pro-business guy. But there is no way that Tiger Woods should be able to have his name still on this game. He shouldn't get any residuals from it, shouldn't get any royalties from it. They should drop him like everybody else. Send the message that that kind of behavior is not to be condoned. This is not to be held up as some kind of standard. And you know what? I understand there's a difference between what he does on the field and what he does off the field. I get that. I understand it's the same thing in baseball. We've had players that play for the Cleveland Indians that on the field I've supported the hell out of them until I really realized exactly what kind of you know a-holes they were off the, off the field. People you know punching their pregnant girlfriends the phone with a with, with a telephone in the face, you know people spitting on umpires, gambling, cheating, taking steroids. I understand one screws with the integrity of the game, one doesn't. Devlin says, any publicity is good publicity. No, I don't believe that anymore. I used to think so. I don't believe that's the case. Just as I don't believe it was good that our president was, you know, taking interns. You want to talk about the ultimate role model? And I'm not bringing up politics. I'm just using that as a, as a, as a secular example. I, I, well, I guess secular would be the right word. This person should not be held up, especially in the form of entertainment that kids will get their hands on and kids will see on a regular basis. Most parents have no problems with their kids playing sports games, even though you know the same may not be true if their kid bought Grand Theft Auto or Modern Warfare. They don't like the violence. They don't like the sexual innuendo. They don't like the language. They don't like the graphics. Sports games, pretty fairly simple. They're a safe bet. They're just playing sports. They're just playing baseball. They're just playing golf. They're just playing football. It's a little different when you're buying Madden or you're buying NHL. Those are team-based games. You know, one person that does something on a team like that is going to get lost in the wash. When you have Tiger Woods online golf, it is very specific about who it is referring to. And that takes into account both what he does on the course and off. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to like it. But that's the reality. You know, I I was more worked up about this when I first read this a couple days ago. I guess than I am now. Considering everything that's really happened this week, I guess I kind of lost the fire that I had. I was really hoping... Highlander would be here so I could lay into him because I know he would take up for our Tiger Woods because he's a bastard. Which is why he's here. <laughs> I'm not saying he should be erased from the face of the earth and I believe in redemption and I believe in forgiveness. Now, I honestly don't, I don't think he really cares about that since he's traipsing all over the world with his posse either on his yacht or watching cartoons and playing golf or now he's in Europe. Yeah, he seems real remorseful about what's happening. He's really trying to put his life together. But I look at somebody like Phil Mickelson, who takes time off from golf to takes care of to take care of his ailing wife, who's battling cancer. And I think to myself, this is a guy who's a top-notch golfer, one of the best in the world. He's won majors. He makes millions. Why aren't you endorsing this guy? Why don't you give this guy a game? Why don't you, we we hold him up on a pedestal? I don't know. I, I continually begin to believe that I'm living in a world that I no longer understand. 
Yes, and here comes the flood of tiger jokes and innuendos. Ah, yeah, yeah, I get it. You guys are funny. They used to have a bunch of Tiger Woods jokes laying around behind it. I don't know if I still do. Let me see if I still got the Tiger Woods jokes. Some of them are really good. And I have no problem making fun of somebody like that. Somebody asked me a little while ago when this first the whole thing started uh, to come out and it was, the story actually broke. And one guy said, uh, don't you feel kind of bad? So what do you mean? Well, don't you feel kind of bad that you're, you know, laughing at somebody else's failure at, at, you know, their fall from grace? They've lost, he's lost everything. Well, he brought it upon himself. Why should I feel bad for him? I, the person I feel bad for is his wife and kids. Especially his kids. Imagine what they got to grow up with now. Where's daddy? Well, your father's banging 14 other sluts and whores. Oh, can I go? No. Here we go. Tiger Woods jokes. Here we go. Tiger's new movie is out. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Hydrant. Because he, you know, hit a hydrant. Number two. Apparently the police asked Tiger's wife how many times she hit him. She said, I don't know exactly, but it put me down for five. It's a golf reference. Number three. Tiger Woods is so rich that he owns lots of expensive cars. Now he has a hole in one. If I had a rim shot, I would do it. Like, ba up bump do we, have a, do we have a rim shot? Let me look. Probably not. Do these sheep are. There we go. It's still good. What's the difference between a car and a golf ball? Tiger can, Tiger can drive a golf ball 400 yards. What were Tiger Woods and his wife doing at 2.30 in the morning? They went clubbing. Tiger Woods crashed into a fire hydrant in a tree. He couldn't decide between a wood and an iron. I like that one. <laughs> Golf humor. Work with me here, folks. These are these are gold, and you know it. Gold! Thank you. Mechahawks, give me a, a rim shot uh, sound effect I can use. I've got... Hang on. i got one one more batch of Tiger Woods jokes. They're pretty good. Tiger Woods has legally changed his name to Lion Cheetah. <laughs> uh, there's a Santa Claus one, but everyone's heard about that one. I'm not going to use that. So there you go. There's some some funny jokes. <laughs> Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, we have one more thing to get to. We have the meltdown before I wrap it all up and tell you what to expect. I have not given out my email once this evening. That is correct. Thank you for pointing it out. Yes, the new product we thought about doing a commercial for, Tiagra. What is it? When 18 holes isn't enough. Tiagra. Um... You can send me your love and hate mail to emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net. For future reference, I am no longer using the WoW Radio account, as there really isn't a point. We all understand why. Please continue to send Highlander your quickening questions. Highlander1g at gmail.com. I'm not sure if that works for part of your drinking game, but there is a 1G in his name, so Highlander1g at hotmail, I'm sorry, at gmail.com. And of course, don't forget the home of Clan Imperial Guard, Clan1G.net. So when I go dark, folks, and I go off the air, you will at least know where to find me and my clan. Which brings up a question that I need to ask all of you listening tonight. In conversation with Mechahawk and Buck Wild, apparently they're really adamant about keeping going with this Heroes of Newer Division that they have going. They've got a core group of five very good players. 
And I mean very good. If you want somebody else to corroborate, ask Natural 20. He'll tell you all about it. But we're looking to recruit some extra players. So if you think you have the guts and the skills to play some Dota and to play some Heroes of Doerth with us, please apply at clan1g.net in the appropriate forums. And Megahawk or Buckwild will uh, contact you about setting up your tryouts. Clan1g.net. Uh, drink up, boys. There's a couple more in there. All right, we're going to get to a small break. Then we'll come right back and we'll do the uh, meltdown. You know that I am called the Count because I really love to. Sometimes I sit and all day <laughs> but uh, sometimes I get carried away I slowly 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 getting faster once I start in it's very hard to stop hey, faster faster it is so exciting I could forever until I drop one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, I love f***ing whatever the amount. One, two, three, four, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 one, two, three, four, one, two, that's the song of the count. I f*** the spiders on the wall. I f*** the cobwebs in the hall. Candles on the shelf When I'm alone I f*** myself oh, yeah. I f*** slowly, slowly, slowly getting faster Once I start in f***ing it's very hard to stop Faster, faster, it is so exciting I could f*** forever until I drop One, two, three, four One, two, three, four One, two, three, four One, two, I love Whatever the amount One, two, three, four Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah One, two, three, four One, two, that's his song Oh, the count Hey the 16th was the king of France in 1789. He was worse than Louis the 15th. He was worse than Louis the 14th. He was worse than Louis the 13th. He was the worst since Louis the First. King Louis was living like a king, but the people were living rotten. So the people, they started an uprising, which they called the French Revolution. And of course, you remember their battle cry, which will never be forgotten. Went the wrong way, old King Louis. You may 
the population cry Cause all you did was sit and pet with Marie Antoinette In your place at Versailles And now the country's gone kablooey So we are giving you the air to teach you not to spend all your time fooling round at the Folie Berger. If you had been a nicer king, we wouldn't do a thing. But you were bad, you must admit. We're gonna take you and the queen down to the guillotine and shorten you a little bit. You came the wrong way, old King Louis. And now you ain't got far to go. You won't be here to see that great big Eiffel Tower or Bridget Bardot. To you, King Louis, we say fooey. You disappointed all of France. But then what else could we expect from a king in silk stockings and pink satin pants? You filled your stomach with chop suey and also crepe Suzettes and steak. And when they told your wife Marie that nobody had bread, she said, let them eat cake. We're gonna take you and the queen down to the guillotine. It's somewhere in the heart of town. And when that fella there is through with what he's gonna do, you'll have no place to wear your crown. You came the wrong way, old King Louis. Now we must put you on the shelf. That's why the people are revolting Cause Louis, you're pretty Revolting yourself Warning, this show is for a mature audience only And may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes And derogatory comments about your mother Parental discretion is advised Hi, this is Baron Von Gosu, and you're listening to The Emperor's Court on World of Warcraft Radio. <laughs> All right. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Gentlemen, this is back for the final segment here of the Emperor's Court on World of Warcraft Radio, WCRadio.com, for tonight's show. I, of course, your lovable host, the Emperor, coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio, even as the snow lightly begins to fall. Looks like we dodged a bolt. We didn't get the giant lake effect we thought we were going to get, but that's okay. We still have all about a foot and a half of snow on the ground. Gotta love Cleveland in the winter. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said before, I believe that Highlander will be back here in his chair next week, as scheduled, as he should be, because if not, we're going to have some issues, he and I. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, it occurs to me it's time for the meltdown. Emperor is at DEFCON 1. Repent your sins. All is lost. 
emperor is in a full stage meltdown of childish proportions. Please, seek shelter immediately, or else you too may find yourself bitter and cantankerous well beyond your years. May God have mercy on us all. Then we have a problem. You've got troubles, Nick. Childish proportions. How insulting. Sounds like something I would write. Uh, Moving on. Anyways, tonight's piss-off is Greenpeace. Now, you may be saying to yourself, well, Dave... I'm sorry. Uh, We can't say that on the internet, can't we? We can't use our real names. All right. We'll have to edit that out for the uh, podcast. But Imp! What does Greenpeace have to do with games? Sure, they're a bunch of liberal douchebags nobody likes. They don't wash themselves and are constantly chasing people in their boats. Kind of like those Sea Shepherd weirdos. Yeah, you hear about that? The Japanese rammed one of those sea shepherds. What are they? The sea shepherd boats that chased down the whalers, the Japanese whalers. Don't hurt the whales! And they like throw stink bombs on the on the Japanese whalers. Like that's gonna stop them. Well, they try and tangle up their uh, the propellers with you know twine. Well, apparently one of the Japanese boats rammed one of these stupid Greenpeace jerks, these sea shepherd guys, and the boat sank in the Antarctic. Well, you know what? That's what you get. I'm tired of these guys up there, and we'll get to the game part in a minute. But you know what? Then they give themselves a reality TV show. Yeah, you really give a damn about the whales. You're really out there for whale conservation. You really care about wildlife, as long as they're putting your ass on TV. Oh, oh, we gotta save the whales, and we need a cable deal to do it. Really? Well, it seemed to me you guys were being pretty effective in fighting the whole whaling thing before we put your ugly ass on TV. Yeah, I really want to turn on a show where a bunch of old people, unwashed, unkempt morons, are on a boat chasing this giant ship, and they're circling it, and they're throwing, like, rotten fruit at it. That'll teach them. We had to drop two bombs on the Japanese before they figured it out last time, but we're going to throw rotten fruit. That'll make them stop. So Greenpeace, of course. Greenpeace apparently isn't just about saving animals and saving whales. Apparently it's also about the whole environment thing. They've recently released, according to the industrygamers.com, they've released their version 14 of their Guide to Greener Electronics. Because we all know how important that is, that old global warming fraud that we all know that it is now, the fake emails and everything else, Guide to Greener Electronics. When you click on this bastard, this gives a list of all the companies, top to bottom, of who's more environmentally friendly and who's more, you know, energy conservationist. Because I know that's exactly what I ask when I walk into Best Buy. And I go looking for TVs and I say, well, you know what, this one does give me the best picture and it's also the best priced. And it also looks the greatest and it's pretty light. And it's got a 1080p and it's everything I want in a TV. But tell me, is it green? Is it environmentally friendly? No? Well then, no, sir. I do not want this fantastic TV at a price that I can afford. Show me the much more expensive one that looks terrible, that has a horrible picture, but it's energy friendly. Because those extra quarter of a penny I save every ten years really makes it worth it. But okay, let's continue. Apparently Greenpeace has, of the people they target, get this. Nintendo is at the bottom of their list. Nintendo. Quote, it scores points on energy criteria for the energy efficiency of its low-power AC adapter for the Nintendo DSi, which does meet the requirements on the external power supply in the Energy Star program. It got a point for its disclosing of carbon dioxide emissions. Basically, the problem with Nintendo is, Nintendo doesn't want to tell people exactly how they produce these things. They don't want to tell people exactly how much pollution they're using or what kind of energy conservation top or ideas that they've got going on in their factories. 
What the hell business is of yours, Greenpeace? I thought you were saving whales. What, because you don't have your own TV show yet? Gave up on it? So now you're harassing Nintendo? Microsoft is down here, too. Apparently, I, I think Nintendo is second from last place. Mainly due to the company's lack of commitment to restricting hazardous chemicals and general disappointment over its e-waste policy. Well, here's my e-middle finger, Greenpeace. Who gives a damn? It's a gaming company. Of all the sins and all the terrible things in the world that we could be putting our efforts towards, we care about what Nintendo's doing with their DSi. There's slaughters going on in worlds. There's animals being, you know, ripped to pieces. But we care about Nintendo. We care about Microsoft. Jesus Christ, have we have we lost our real our our grip on reality? Microsoft is named Eldrum's like, well, Nintendo's Japanese, so wonder, no surprise they're a target. Ah, funny. Microsoft's on there. They're bigger. I I I don't get it. It's Greenpeace, guys. They're going after gaming companies now. Between them and PETA. Uh, who's left? I mean, everybody's under assault around here. Well, we're going to give them a, their own their own show on TV, their own reality show? We're well, going to get a bunch of segues, and they're going to circle Nintendo's headquarters building until they come out and talk to them? They're going to throw stink bombs in the parking lot? Well, it worked for those whale guys! Well, I can see a bunch of, like, 30 of these hippies on segways circling you know, Microsoft's headquarters. Send out Bill Gates or go back! I'm not getting into the politics. Uh, up politics. I'm not getting into the politics of it. I don't care about Greenpeace's politics. I know what their politics are. But whether I agree with them or not is irrelevant. But I tell you, I'll tell you what's even worse. What's even worse sin than these guys? Anybody who takes this bullshit as any kind of credibility or as any kind of actual scientific proof and say, you know what, Greenpeace is onto something. Nintendo is evil. You know, Nintendo is evil for ruining the Link series, the Zelda series. That's what they're evil for. The friggin' Wii. They're evil for trying to pass the Wii off as physical activity. That's what they should. I, I tell you what, if you want to go after Nintendo, go after them on that. Microsoft. Microsoft's not e-friendly enough. The true irony of the fact is, what is the biggest producer of, of, of like carbon dioxide and carbon emissions? Cows. Why don't you go slaughter the cows? Every time I eat a burger, I'm doing my part to defend the planet. When I had went to a New Year's Eve dinner, when I had lobster and steak, by God, I was doing my bit to help make the waters more friendly for other fish and for ridding the world of cows to help the environment. Do, if you're playing World of Warcraft, do yourself a favor. Do your part to save Azeroth. Go kill a Tauren. Because you know those guys, all the carbon emissions are coming out of there. Go kill a Tauren. See, it's a World of Warcraft station, and I'm obligated to make a World of Warcraft comment. That's it. Kill a Torin, help out Azeroth's environment. There you have it. Greenpeace is now making comments about e-electronic and e-waste and everything else. Electronics. Uh, 
God. These people need to get a, get some real jobs. They have way too much. And they had a lot of time in their hands to begin with. Uh, yes, I'm sure it's a noble cause to go save the whales. That's fine. I like whales too. I'm not saying slaughter all of them. I'm just saying if there weren't any more whales in the world, that would kill two birds with one stone. No more whalers out there, and no more Greenpeace and Sea Shepherd. Because there wouldn't be anything more to go out there on a boat for, in the middle of the Antarctic Ocean. And I wouldn't have to see these unwashed morons on my TV as I'm flipping channels. And I'm only going to piss off my sister because she knows them. Like, personally, like, knows them. Like, really knows them. Ms. Boone's probably right. They'd find a new cause to piss me off. Some other obscure animal that I'll give a damn about. Save the shrew, or whatever. I'm trying to pinpoint my life exactly when I became a bitterman. Not really sure when that happened. I figure I'm in like a bitter, like a 50-year-old level. Really ahead of the game. Trying to stop animal violence in video games. There you go, that, that, see? That's E Greenpeace. You know it's coming. E PETA. Your character's wearing fur. Oh, that's that's it. You know, that's the next step of, of the evolution of annoyance. They're going to go after people in World of Warcraft for wearing, like, furs as part of their armor. I remember, swear, hand to God. Hand to God. Because no one, I, I, if I had the Bible in this room here, I would put my hand on it. I remember reading a post, and it might still be there, on the World of Warcraft general forums about some chick saying that her character, and this goes into the role-playing thing, about role-playing taking things way too far, her character was role-playing a vegan, and that she would not take up leather-working, or buy leather, or wear leather because it's leather. And she would not do any quests that involved killing, or harming, or skinning animals. And wanted to know what other people were out there, and that her character would not eat meat. Oddly enough, she wasn't playing an elf or a tauren, I forget what she was playing. But there's like all these people that, you know, start chiming in on, oh, I'm this way too. I think some GM actually, or one of their community managers spoke up. Like, somehow that thread needed to get official Blizzard attention. I'm living in a world that I don't understand. They're going to go after people for wearing furs in game. You watch. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm only half kidding, really. If you think about it, I, stranger things have happened. We got some 13-year-old kid doing a face dive off the top of a building... Because he wants to... That's the only thing I understand. That that Chinese kid who decided to kill himself so he could be with his heroes. How did killing himself get him any closer to being with the heroes of Azeroth? Is there something in the game that I missed that says they're like in some like... Uh, other world? I mean, you know, they're in heaven waiting for you? Is there something in the game that says in order to, you know, get with these people you have to kill yourself and leave this physical plane to go join them? I, I didn't understand the, the logic behind it. Then again, when you're thir- you know a 13 year old kid, you've been up for 36 hours playing a fantasy game. I guess logic and reason kind of probably aren't coming into the conversation. But you know, I can see Torin uh, doing Chick Fil A commercials, eat more chicken. 
at any rate, I guess trying to find any kind of, you know, understanding in that is not worth the effort. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of what is another spectacular Emperor's Court here on World of Warcraft Radio.com. Or World of Warcraft Radio W. Screw it! You know what I mean. I'm tired. I worked nine and a half hours. Give me a break. I hear the music. We must be, we must be done now. Okay, a couple things we need to get to. I want to thank my staff, as always. Meghawk, show contributor. Davlin, IRC rep, and Johnny on the spot. Pride gets no points because he didn't do anything except to show up and say a couple things and then disappear again. Worthless. Highlander gets zero points for not showing up for his own damn show. He, oh, I'm sorry, Pride's playing Heroes of New Earth. Good, that, that's good to know. I'm doing a show, he's paying attention to that, but he's playing Han. Those interested, Clan Imperial Guard is looking for Han players. Clan1G.net. Go to the application forum and address yourself to Mechahawk or Buckwild. Do not address yourself to me, because I don't like you, nor do I care. And I suck at Han, although I'm working on it. I haven't played it in a couple months, but I'm working on it. I think that game is going to be perpetually in beta forever. So there's that. Next week, hopefully Highlander will be back in his seat and we'll be back to bickering and arguing like, a pair, like an old married couple. Which is exactly what you people tuned in to hear. <laughs> I promise to do everything I can to have a definitive answer for you next week about the future of this show. Uh, exactly when it will be going off the air uh, and if we decide to keep it going, where it's going to air. That's next week. That is January the 15th, I believe. 7 to 9 p.m. right here at WCRadio.com. It's not looking good, but if anybody would like to try and sway us, Emperor1G at Cox.net. Send me your reasons why we should or should not go off the air. Hell, if you got a suggestion to take the show, I'm willing to listen. I don't know that I necessarily want to, but I'll listen. It's, in a way, it's aggravating. You know, you kind of build up your community base here. And... Nah, we already went over that. I want to dig that back up again. That was the first hour of the show. Go back and listen to it if you want. Okay, have we thanked everybody that requires thanking? I think we have. Death the Cake at zero points because he's doing research and can't be bothered to do the show at the moment. This sucks. I'm doing research. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in tonight. And let's face it, if it wasn't for you, we would not be still doing this, ladies and gentlemen. As much as I like to do the radio, it is, of course, with you in mind that I do it. I hope that you've enjoyed yourself. I hope that you tell both of your friends to tune in and listen. At least the next couple shows while we're still here. Let's go out with a bang. We should go riot somewhere. One of those, like, those flash mobs I talk about. We should do, like, a, a multi-nation riot. In fact, hang on. I actually wrote down a list of the different countries that I got emails from, or at least this is where people said they're from. Starting at the top, we have Canada, America, we have Great Britain, we have France, Ireland, Taiwan, Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Mexico, Argentina. Uh, hang on, put the page on the side there. And we have one from Spain, two from Portugal, one from Italy, one from Norway, one from Sweden, and one from Switzerland. Not bad, folks. Like the, I like the internationalness of the... Internet. What is this? Mechahawk says you're a world beater. Ah, there you go. I guess I am a world beater. Better being something else. Global hate. Thank you. There you go. 
You know, that's another question I got a lot of is, hey, Emp, if you move the show somewhere else, you can bring back the Hate the World segment that they won't let you air on WC Radio. I think, I still think that has some merit. I think that has some comedic value. I think people, by and large, have a good, have a good enough grasp on the fact that a lot of the aggravating and insulting stuff we do is tongue-in-cheek. Always pushing the boundary of political correctness in the hopes of destroying it one day. That's my true uh, uh, quest. To wipe it off the face of the earth. Shout out to M for using cox.net, cox.net. Nice. Nice try, Lich Shadow. I, you know, I'm not that dumb. I mean, look at it, but I'm not. Eldrum says, Iceland also, but he only posts in the forums. Or he would, except he lost his, his password. Nice. But the email, folks, if you do want to weigh in, um, and the only reason we're actually even having this discussion instead of just announcing what we're going to do uh, is because everybody emailing in. It's emperor1gacox.net. And I will have an answer one way or another, I would hope, at the end of next week's show. Having said that, on behalf of my partner who is not here at the moment, stay classy, the internets. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody. Yeah.